pure, positive talk radio every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Hey, welcome aboard, gang. Another rock in three hours. David Essel alive. Of course, David Essel in the box with you right here. Broadcasting live out of Studio E in Los Angeles, California. We welcome aboard our 12 million XM subscribers as well as the millions more from around the world. Of course, XM Satellite Radio Channel 168. You're listening to us on right now as well as via the internet at talkdavid.com. Damn proud to be part of the Premier Radio family. Absolutely. And our toll-free number, if you want to get a hold of us at any time during these three hours, something pops into your head, you've got a question for one of our guests, you have a question for me, there's something that you're just not getting out of life that you want, 1-800-548-TALK, 1-800-548-TALK, celebrating 21 years, rocking in talk radio. An amazing, awesome guest lineup today, starting off uh, Dr. Kevin White. An MD, a PhD, his book, Breaking Through the Fibro Fog, meaning fibromyalgia, dealing with chronic pain. A guy that has the experience himself. Going to be fascinating to talk to him. Uh, Attorney Carmen Delutri, when is it time to declare bankruptcy? How do we do it in a proactive way? Looking forward to Carmen being on the show. Lee Witt is back. The author of Become Unstoppable, How to Overcome Challenges, Live the Life that You Want. This guy is on fire. He's always on fire. <laughs> It'll be great to have Lee. And then, World Wrestling Entertainment. The superstar, the wrestling superstar, Diamond Dallas Page, returns to David Essel Alive. Another awesome visit. He's now the yoga guru. I love when people go through life transformations, right? When they start off at a certain uh, uh, page in life, and then they move on to the next one, and and they do unexpected stuff. Diamond Dallas Page, the yoga guru. Who would have thought that 10 years ago? And, of course, we'll be getting into your emails as well. I wanted to uh, do a brief on the Olympic update and, and, and talking about walking into the uncomfortable some of the people that you don't hear about, of course, we look at you know what Michael Phelps and Missy Franklin and all the other great uh, Sony and all the great swimmers and the great athletes are doing right now, but Kayla Harrison. Now, we had Kayla on a number of months ago, the judo expert. She won gold. Here's the coolest thing. She came back from extreme sexual abuse by her coach from the age of 13 to 16, and she just took gold in London. We're going to have Kayla back on the show, but, but, but I mean, I think that rocks. And then what about the, the runner, the sprinter from South Africa, Oscar Pistorius? They call him the blade runner, right? He had his, the, his legs, his lower legs amputated at 11 months old. His parents had to make a decision and amputate his lower legs when he was 11 months old. He, he qualified. He made the qual. I don't know what he's done today. But I did see online earlier that he did make a qualifying round, which is so awesome. There's so many athletes would come from behind stories that have had to work through the uncomfortable to get to where they want to be tonight. And it's all about us, gang. Listen, I share these two stories. Kayla overcoming sexual abuse by a coach. Oscar, oh my Lord, overcoming amazing challenges to be a a, a world-class runner in the Olympics, right? And then how about you and I? How about that it's time that both myself and you 
stop the lines of excuses of what we can't do because of what we've gone through in the past. What about dropping the stories that I'll never be able to make the money I want, save the money I want, get the body I want, lose the weight, find the deep love, get closer to God? All of those stories, right? And then we look at these people, what they've overcome, we can do the same. You and I can do the same. And this show is based on giving you the information for 21 years of how to do it. you got to have a plan. It's got to be in writing. And you have to follow it and do the uncomfortable at least five days a week. And we're going to be supporting your butt all along the way. 1-800-548-TALK. It is our pleasure to have you on board. We thank you so much for taking some time out of your day and rocking with us. So much coming up today. 1-800-548-TALK. Email us at talkdavid.com. Like us on Facebook at David Essel Alive. I am David Essel. Stay right there. Helping you to overcome blocks, alleviate suffering, live the life that you really want to live in every area of your existence. That's what we do here across the USA every Saturday. David Essel, alive, 1-800-548-TALK. Email us during the show at talkdavid.com. Like us on Facebook, David Essel, alive. We rock everywhere. (laughs) My guest right now, Dr. Kevin White, an MD, a PhD. He's in recovery himself. He's written about 16 books, gang, which is just mind-blowing to think about that. And what we're going to be talking about today is breaking through the fibro fog. Scientific proof fibromyalgia is real. Dr. White, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. It's nice to be here. Yeah. Okay. Fibromyalgia. My Lord, I can remember this, Dr. White. I can remember in the in the 70s and 80s hearing those words, people crying because their doctors were telling them that it wasn't real. And now we know it is. Tell me uh, about that. Uh, well, yes. And in fact, believe it or not, there are still many doctors who don't believe it's real. There was a recent survey mm-hmm. done in Canada, and one of the four doctors still believes that fibromyalgia doesn't even exist. Uh, but we now know that it is real. Uh, we can even see it on specialized scans of the brain. You can see mm. parts of the brain light up that shouldn't light up that indicate pain. So, yes, we can see it. Wow, wow. And, and you know, like, like well, let me ask you this. I, I know your, your background is amazing, and you also come from pain, personal pain yourself. Well, yes, yes. Mm. Uh, well, I, I, like you, have uh, entered into recovery. Uh, from addiction, and uh, I uh, it was a long road. It was a long road to, to come back, and uh, and uh, as I uh, after I entered into recovery, I thought, well, what am I going to do for the next little bit? And I started writing, and I haven't stopped. <laughs> <laughs> I know it, obviously. So, sixteen books out—that's quite a bit of writing. <laughs> yeah, 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 quite a bit of writing, and uh, it's funny uh, that's addictive too. I guess you know. It's just, uh, <laughs> This keeps going and going, and uh, and they're fun. And a lot of the books that I do uh, really r- relate to uh, my experiences as a physician, and of course my life experiences as well. I've written, uh, I've just uh, been nominated for a bu- another book award 
for a mm. book uh, that's called Black Spoons and Brimstone, and it really deals with the issue of addiction. But it's a novel. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right. uh, but yeah, so um, all of my all of my books, whether it's a children's book or a novel or a nonfiction book, they all tie into the issues that I dealt with, both as a physician and as a person. Mm-hmm. There, when we look, tremendous uh, uh, misunderstandings about a lot of things. Uh, not just fibromyalgia. There are misunderstandings about autism. There's misunderstandings mm-hmm. about addiction, as you know. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. And uh, people are being treated as second-class citizens for illnesses. I mean, that are very, very valid. I mean, even with addiction, for- we know that there are there's a particular part of the brain in people who are addicts, and it dysfunctions abnormally. And you can even see that in scans. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm-hmm. so, uh, but all of this is. You know, uh, people just think of chronic pain and addiction and autism as being personality uh, defects, but they're not. They're, right. they're illnesses. And uh, well, for for people, Doctor White, for for people that may not be familiar with fibromyalgia, can you define it and then define the symptoms? All right. Uh, well, sure. The, the I think the best way for me to describe fibromyalgia is to tell you how two people with fibromyalgia described it to me. One of them was a woman who said it was like the worst flu she'd ever had. Mm. She ached all over. She was right. she had headaches. She was exhausted all the time. Uh, she had belly aches. She just felt like she was sick, but it never went mm. away. And the other woman came in, and she was a woman in her 60s, and she came in with her daughter who was in her late 20s and her six-year-old do- uh, granddaughter, just the sweetest little girl. And she, this woman described fibro this way. She said, fibro to her meant that she could no longer accept a hug from her six-year-old granddaughter because it hurt her too much. Wow. So people with fibromyalgia, they hurt all over. They're exhausted, and they're exquisitely tender. I mean, even mm. just a handshake or a hug from a six-year-old can be too much. And not... Mm. It, it, we now know that it's a brain disease. What is, there's a particular part of the brain that we call the midbrain. And it, within the midbrain, there's a part that's called the central pain processing center. And it's, it's almost like a dial. It's like a volume dial on your stereo. Do people even use stereos anymore? I don't know. <laughs> Every one of my well, family well, has an iPod and earphones. <laughs> right. Right. So, but anyway, so, uh, but uh, let's say it's a dial on your stereo, and it's like turning it up, you know, uh, mm-hmm. if you're in pain. And so when you get a painful stimulus, you know, like you, you, know, you slam your finger in the drawer or whatever, uh, pain signal is sent to the spinal cord and then up to that part of the brain. People with fibromyalgia, that dial is always turned up. Mm. So first of all, they have a baseline level of pain all the time. And secondly, anytime something happens, like an over-vigorous uh, handshake or bumping their knee or whatever, they, the experience is amplified even more. So right. everything hurts. They hurt all the time, and anything that, that happens to them, any sort of injury, hurts that much more. So, Do we have any idea what percentage of Americans might be battling fibromyalgia? Any idea whatsoever? Oh, yes, yes. Uh, actually, the, the, the largest study that's ever been done in this area, I did, uh, here in London, Ontario, but there was also a study that was done by Frederick Wolf in Wichita, Kansas. 
money. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, so we now know that roughly 2%, between 2 and, and 4% of women uh, have fibromyalgia at any given time. And mm. among men, it's between half and 1%. That's at any given time. But right. given that once you have fibromyalgia, you generally have it for life, what it means is that one, roughly 1 in 10 women will develop fibromyalgia over mm. the course of her lifetime, and about mm. 1 in 60 men. So it's actually okay. surprisingly common. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, and when you, when you, you know, look into the... Uh, 300 million people in the U.S., the plus that in Canada, that turns out to be quite a large number. Eight to ten million. Yeah, right, right. I mean, it's... it's, it's people it, in North that's America huge. have fibromyalgia. That's not counting Mexico. That's just Canada and the U.S. Wow. So around eight to ten million people with have fibromyalgia. Wow. And just remember, one in four of them have a doctor that doesn't believe them. Right. Right, right. 25% of, hey, ladies and gentlemen, 25% of doctors don't believe in it, which tells me to tell you, if your doctor doesn't believe in it, it's time to find a new doctor. Um, hey, I, Dr. White, let's, let's go into steps to heal. So someone is diagnosed with it or someone is listening to us right now and they're going, oh my lord, I need no more diagnosis than what this gentleman is sharing with me. This is me. What are the steps to heal? Well, the first thing to do is come to an understanding of what fibromyalgia is. I mean, you have to believe yourself, right? I mean, a lot of people, right. they, they, they get such doubt all the time from everybody, uh, not mm-hmm. just their doctors, but their family members. People have had, you know, lost their partners over this. They've lost their children over this. They've had problems at work over this. So they have to, first of all, come to an understanding of what fibromyalgia is for them, okay? And that's the first step. The second thing is to find uh, support outside of themselves, uh, preferably from healthcare professionals, but also from their family, from friends, whatever. That social network is very, very, very important in anybody with chronic pain, not just fibromyalgia, but people mm-hmm. who have rheumatoid arthritis or lupus or whatever, uh, uh, they need support as well. So you have to have the support. You need to have people you can turn to when you're having a particularly bad day. So those right. are the first two steps. First of all, learn about it so you yourself know what it is and believe yourself. You no longer are questioning, you know, am I really depressed? No, you have fibromyalgia. Second, mm-hmm. uh, find a healthcare professional and others who will support you in that. And then third, there are a whole host of other treatments that can be used. But the treatment of fibromyalgia is very individualistic. Yes. And you need to have yeah. a healthcare professional or healthcare team, preferably a team, that will work with, with you to find out what's best for you because not everybody's the same. Uh, some people want, uh, give me the pill. Give me the pill. I want the pill. I want the painkiller that's going to take the pain away. Others don't want that. And mm-hmm. they, they're, they're, uh, they need to be respected in that. Mm-hmm. There is, it's not diabetes where, you know, insulin is the answer. It's not diabetes. It is a condition where there is no one perfect treatment. There is no one treatment that works 80% of the time. Uh, every drug trial that's been done, at best, 50% of people respond. Right. So half people respond. So there is no one best treatment. So you have to work with... Uh, your healthcare team to find out what's best for you. For some people, you, it's exercise and changing right. their lifestyle. And, right on. Uh, 
and other things like that. Some people, you know, Doctor White, in, in in our in our work pre, pre, prior to talking to you, when when we when we work with other people for over the twenty one years now in trying to deal with some of these um, these diseases uh, that are either chronic pain or even depression, and it seems like the people that have the greatest success rate are those that are truly looking at this condition holistically. They're looking at what am I not paying attention to emotionally that needs to be paid attention to? What am I not paying attention to spiritually? What am I not paying attention to exercise-wise, uh, meditation, diet, etc.? It seems like the people that are getting the most relief and the quickest are those that, like what you said, they're not looking for the the, bu- the silver bullet. They're going, I'm going to attack this thing with every area of my life. They seem to be healing. I tell people this. The more you can do for yourself the more control you have over your health. doesn't matter what disease you have. The more you can do for yourself, the more control. You might have be on the perfect pill, and then suddenly the FDA decides that it can no longer be in the market because it's, you know, it's, Turn, you know, killing everybody. You know, suddenly right. you know, they're finding sure. cancer, this strange side effect that they didn't know existed, and so it's mm-hmm. taken off the market. Or you might have this doctor who is really supportive and gives you this medication that's really helping you or works with you really, really well, but then that doctor retires or moves or something happens. Mm-hmm. So the more you can do for yourself, the better. And that yeah. starts with coming to an understanding of what fibromyalgia is and what it is not. Mm-hmm. Dr. White, is there? Can you share with us because we just have about a minute left? Can you share with us a, a website, a, how people can get a hold of you, see what you're doing along with your book, Breaking Through the Fibro Fog? Can you do that quickly for us? Yes. Uh, the easiest way to find me is to go to my website, which is www.thefibrofog. That's T H E F is in Frank I B R O F O G. The fibrofog.com. And there you can Perfect. see me. I've got all these videos. I got. Uh, I have a newsletter, a free newsletter. I've got uh, a blog page that's very active. I'm. I answer people's questions. You can come there. Uh, you can. You know. Get. You can buy my book as an ebook or whatever. You can also mm-hmm. find my book at Amazon.com and, and just go to your local store and ask them to order it. it it's available wherever you are. Dr. Kevin White has been our guest. The name of the book, Breaking Through the Fibro Fog, Scientific Proof Fibromyalgia is Real. And I want to repeat this, ladies and gentlemen. If you have this chronic pain, fibromyalgia, or any other type of chronic pain, as he had mentioned, lupus, arthritis, etc., if you have friends that you know, family members, coworkers, whatever, children, who are challenged, go to thefibrofog.com, thefibrofog.com. Be active in your healing. Dr. White, it was wonderful having you on board. Thank you so much for joining the show. Thank you very much for having me. You're welcome. Bye-bye now. The, then again, gang, the, the, we, you know, here's the thing. Every Saturday, we want you to be checking out the guest website. We want you to take the time, write it down. Who knows? In six months or a year, or maybe tomorrow, you're going to run into someone that says, oh, my Lord, I was just diagnosed with fibromyalgia. What do I do? And you go, oh, I was listening to David Essel alive. This guy rocks. <laughs> and then you'd say, but enough about him. Go to thefibrofog.com. <laughs> you're tuned in to David Essel alive. Positive Talk Radio every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, 1-800-548-TALK. I'm David Essel. Stay there.
every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific, you can listen to David Essel live, which you are right now. David Essel in the box with you. Coming up in just a minute, attorney Carmen Delutri is going to be joining us, talking about when is it time to file for bankruptcy, how do you find a good attorney, and how can you be proactive during the process? How do you deal with the stigma that so many people put themselves Put that stigma on themselves when they're doing something like going through bankruptcy. We're going to be talking to Carmen Dulutri in uh, in just a minute or two, and and I want to remind you this at every time. And you know, for three hours every Saturday, we want this to be the central focus. At any time in your life, you can turn it all around, gang. If we're talking about where you are financially, your health, your love life. At any time in life, you can make that decision to reach out, ask for help, get the education, get the information, get the assistance. Listen, millions of people, whatever you're faced with right now that is your greatest challenge, millions of people before you have found ways to become successful in the middle of their discomfort, and you can do the same. And we know that our program can be a lifeline for many to help inspire them to make those changes. And as a matter of fact... We offer so many free gifts when you go to talkdavid.com to help you achieve your goals. When you join our weekly positive e-list message, the weekly wake up, one of the gifts that you're going to get is our free five-week life coach success e-course, offering you a program that will help bring you to the next level in life. Every week for five weeks, a new lesson is sent directly to you. You don't have to do anything. All you do is sign up, you're a part of our e-list, and all of a sudden, bam, once a week, you're going to be getting a new lesson on life. Goal setting, goal achievement tips, how to get focused, focused, focused. And it's free. This gift we offer to you for free. There's many, many more gifts that you get for free as well. But go to talkdavid.com, sign up for our, our weekly wake up e-list. And that's one of the gifts you're going to get for five straight weeks. We will give you once a week a great tip to help you break through and go to the next level in life. 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Email us during the show at talkdavid.com as well. My guest right now is Carmen Delutri, the founder and president of the Delutri Law Group. He's board certified in consumer bankruptcy law. The guy rocks. He knows his stuff. He's going to help us today decide how and when to pull that trigger and to get the help you might need. Carmen, welcome to the program. Hi, David. How are you today? Good, good. How did you get involved in this whole thing of, of, of helping people through bankruptcies and personal injury and all the stuff that you focus on? How did you get involved in this? It comes from a long line of uh, helping people. When I grew up in my dad's business when I was a kid, and his number one thing was just help people, and you'll never have a lack of business. You'll always have people who need help. And, you know, in, in, in for people, I'm going to give you his website. Before I forget, DelutriLawGroup.com, DelutriLawGroup.com. And you know what, Carmen? A lot of people, a lot of people in in business say that whether it's attorneys, if it if it's uh, uh, doctors, whatever. But it really does come from your heart, doesn't it? You can feel it when you're saying it. David, it gets you out of bed in the morning. It you do what you do, and the funny part is, as a kid, I always remember. You know, my dad owned a gas station, and there wasn't one holiday that went by where the phone wouldn't ring, and somebody was broken down, somebody was going on a road trip, and it'd say, "Carm, let's go." And it, my mom. <laughs> Never questioned him because she knew mm. he was going to go help that person. Mm. And I guess it was ingrained for me as a kid. 
but the joy you receive from helping people is amazing. Yes. And that's what inspires me. Yeah. Over the last couple of years, there's been many people that have filed for bankruptcy, have thought about it. They're listening to the show right now. They might be in that position going, oh, my gosh, how do we know, Carmen? Like, like, how do you do a balance sheet or how do you is there an exercise you do or how do you know that it's time that while there's a lot of people that might be over their head, it's not time to file. There's other people that are over their head financially. It is time to file. How do you know? I think really what you have to do is establish the relationship with the attorney right from the bat. If you feel there's something wrong, David, if you're getting sued, if you can't make your monthly payments by the end of the month, maybe it's time to sit down with the bankruptcy attorney. I meet with a lot of people who don't need to file bankruptcy, but they come in and they talk to me and say, Carmen, I've got a problem. And I'm willing to sit with those people and say, look, here's what we need to do. Let's create a a structure or a strategy for you to get out of this or for you to work your way through it. But it makes them uncomfortable and at the same point in time, I want that. I want them to change their thinking and say, it's time to make a change. Maybe I've been doing this the wrong way. Maybe I've been doing it the right way, and I just need somebody to validate that. Right, right. Is it, Carmen, is there, is there something like a number of months behind, like if you were talking to uh, someone came in and sat down and they go, you know, I'm two months behind in my mortgage or I'm four months behind in my car. Is there a certain number of months behind that you would say to, to a person, you know what, that's the cutoff. You really have to get serious about looking at this option of bankruptcy or is there no such thing? Um, it depends on the individual. It depends on the individual, David. And the reason I say that is because some people can get behind one or two months, but they have the resources to pull themselves out if they need to. Some people, mm-hmm. one month behind is the, um, you know, just the, the death knell of their finances. And usually what it comes down to is the, uh, let's say, a, a, an illness, loss of a loved one, maybe a divorce. Some, some trigger hits, and all of a sudden, David, people are financially devastated. And there's right. the, the one thing I hear in my office more than anything else is, I never thought I'd be sitting here with you. Yes. Yes. And that's, okay. you know, that's hard. Before we even get into someone's office, how do you choose? And I don't know if this is a hard question for you to answer, Carmen, without maybe getting yourself in hot water or if you feel comfortable with it. Either way, I'm going to ask it. But how do you choose a good attorney? Like, what's the parameters of finding someone that you'd go, yes, this is a good attorney for me. No, this isn't. I think, I think you start with websites. And I'd like, to, I'd like to just not say mine's the greatest website in the world, but what you're looking for is information. How much information is this attorney giving away? Number two, I would say you want somebody who's board certified because that person has gone the extra educational requirements, met the burdens, did the coursework. You know, maybe he's done uh, more trials than anybody else, but you really want that person with the experience. A lot of attorneys can say, oh, I've been doing this 25 years. Okay, but why are you not board certified? Mm. I think then you have to look at um, the National Association of Consumer Bankruptcy Attorneys, NACBA, and it's a great organization, stresses quality education for their attorneys. But again, you know, you just got to keep looking for those people who are going to push themselves because there's a lot of attorneys, like you said, that are mediocre. And I don't mind Mm -hmm. saying that. Because there are, you know, what's the old uh, saying? Half the attorneys out there finished in the bottom half of their class, <laughs> right? <laughs> right? Right. And, and that may be uh, very well be true, but you really want to look at the ones who are writing about it. Are they publishing blogs? Are they uh, are they doing um, are they doing informational videos? Are they doing seminars? What are they doing to educate the public? 
Mm-hmm. And I really yeah. like for people who like to give away free stuff, free information, because right. they're the ones out there on the cutting edge, I've always found. If you're giving away something free, it's not because you're trying to sell people. It's because you've got a product that you want people to get it in their hands and use and say, here's good information. You do this, and you're going to the next level. And I, I, I've always believed that. Mm-hmm. You know, Carmen, when, when I encourage people to find a professional, if it's a doctor, an attorney, whatever it might be that they're looking for to help them, and I don't know if you will agree with this or not. Either way, I really want your opinion. But I share with people, for me personally, I really have to have an emotional connection. Like, I have to be able to look in the person's eyes and have them look back. I need to know they're present with me. You know, I, I need to feel, for me personally, um, and a lot of people say, you know, bedside manners doesn't really matter. I want, you know, the best, quote-unquote. And I've always said, well, why can't you have both? Why can't you have someone who has a personality that connects with you as well as being really good? Tell me your take on that. Oh, that's the, that's the second part of it. Once you find that guy who you think might be the guy or the woman... Then you've got to set the appointment. Then you've got to go in and meet this person. And mm. people think when they're hiring an attorney that that attorney is, you know, looking at them. I treat the interview as an interview, do these people really want to hire me? In other words, can I give them all the support they need? Can I take their case where they want it to go? Can I help these people? And really, I want to be able to help everybody, but you know that's not true. There's, right. not, not every shoe fits. So there are times where people will want to hire me, and I'll say no, because I don't think uh, we've got a common goal. But then there's other people I click with, and I know I can help these people, and we're meeting on the same plane, and we've yes. got our common goals, we've got our objectives, and we're just going to push it. Right, right. Yeah, I totally, I totally agree with that. We're, Carmen, I'm going to ask you to hang right there. We're talking with Carmen Delutri, uh, a founder and president of Delutri Law Group. The, his website, DelutriLawGroup.com. He's board certified in consumer bankruptcy law and more. We're going to come back and talk to Carmen in just a moment about the differences, 7, 11, or 13, uh, the different types of bankruptcy you can go through and, and, and how do we know which of those are great ones. And then how do you remove the stigma? of what we feel internally when you make the decision to go bankrupt. What do we do? What can someone do to go through the process and still feel proud? 1-800-548-TALK. 1-800-548-TALK. Every Saturday, 6 to 9 Eastern, 3 to 6 Pacific. Email us during the show at talkdavid.com. And like us on Facebook, David Essel Alive. I am David Essel. Stay right there. Helping you to get off the fence in life, to make great decisions, and to rock on, gang. David Essel in the box with you, celebrating 21 years in talk radio. Contact us if you have questions, 1-800-548-TALK. Email us, talkdavid.com. Like us on Facebook. We give away tons of information on Facebook, by the way. David Essel Alive. Uh, just like that page on Facebook. 1-800-548-TALK. We're talking right now with uh, attorney Carmen Delutri. 
website to LutriLawGroup.com. He's a board certified in consumer bankruptcy law. And we're talking about this whole thing about bankruptcy and when do you file and how do you find an attorney and, and so much more. Uh, Carmen, what about this whole 711-13? How do you know which of those paths to follow when someone is, is looking to file? Are there easy guidelines that you could share with us to help the decision easier? Unfortunately, not easy guidelines, but it all depends on what the consumer wants, David. For example, if the consumer is just looking for a fresh start, they're saying, you know what, i got to walk away from my house, I can't afford this car, I lost my job, I just need a fresh start, I need to put all this debt behind me, then you're really looking at what's called a Chapter 7 liquidation bankruptcy. On the other hand, if a person's saying, look, I just need to reorganize, I lost my job for three or four months, I'm behind on my house and I need to catch up, or I fell behind on my car payments, I need to catch up, or, hey, I've got to pay the IRS back ten grand, and I don't, you know, the interest and penalties are killing me. Well, then right. I'm looking toward a Chapter 13 reorganization and helping this person help themselves. Really, give them a plan to go forward, make these payments back, and get back on their feet in a, in a reasonable fashion with payments that they can afford. Hmm. Is is there a such thing as eleven anymore, or did I make that up? No, no. There's definitely an eleven. There's chapter eleven <laughs> is for a reg- uh, reorganization of business debts ah. for a, a major corporation or for an individual who has much higher debts than the normal chapter thirteen. The normal person who comes and sees me. Okay. It, w- would you say the highest percentage of people that file with you or the average bankruptcy attorney would be a thirteen, Carmen? Nationwide, David, it's seven yeah. that are actually... Is it really? Number. Yeah. But in Southwest Florida, it's about 50-50. Okay. Okay. I, I remember, Carmen, you know, and, and again, and ladies and gentlemen, I'm not an attorney. I don't even play one on TV. <laughs> Carmen <laughs> is the real attorney here. But um, I remember a number of years ago, someone saying to me that was going to file that they were going to file a seven, but um, the laws had changed so dramatically that they switched to a 13. What did that mean? Well, it, the laws did change. Congress and President Bush passed uh, uh, back in 2005 a Bankruptcy Reform Act. And at the time it was changed, everybody was going, oh, the sky is falling, the sky is falling. But after reading the law, I was like, wow, I can do more for people with this law than before. Hmm. And when all the people saw, you know, when they realized the sky wasn't falling, all of a sudden things came to light saying, wow, and the judges are ruling in favor of this way or that way, and that even brought more options available. So while people were scrambling to file Chapter 7, they didn't realize that Chapter 13 had a lot more, uh, a lot more options which could really help them. Right, right. I, I I would love to go to this next question then, and thank you for clarifying that, Carmen, because I had heard so many conflicting stories, and I appreciate that. Then the next question is the stigma. You know, so many people that I know and in, in my work as a life coach, they come into the office, their head is down, they, they feel horrendous about the fact, uh, ashamed, guilty that they have to file for bankruptcy. You know, they, they go in the back door uh, at their office, they go in through different places to get home. They're just really filled with this stigma. How do you help people? Cause I know you do. Yeah. How do you help people file and go through it and still feel damn proud about who they are well i I, you got to go down to the core of what i believe i believe bankruptcy is financial planning for the future and i tell clients that through the door but i always start with the proposition that i learned a long time ago from my dad he said if you treat people as if they're hurting inside 
you're going to be right 90% of the time. Mm-hmm. And that really, that really has gone with me as a philosophy. So when somebody walks through my door, I sit there and I get excited because I know they're broken. They're broken mm-hmm. on a financial level, an emotional level. And, all, and I just look at them and I say, this is fantastic. And they look at me and their eyes open up. <laughs> I say, this is the beginning of your financial recovery right now. I love so it. You can choose to walk this path with me. And I'm not going to let your hand go. I'm going to be there with you through the path. And I'm going to make you do things you're not going to like. I'm going to make you work hard. You're not going to like it. But you're going to receive the reward of the path. But you've got to take it with me. I can't do it alone. And you've got to be there with me. And if you do your part and I do my part, at the end of the road, you're going to see the rainbow. But you have to be willing to do it. You can't do it halfway. It's not a 50% thing. It's 100% on your behalf, 100% on my behalf. Let's do this together. And I think that takes people to a different place because now I don't have to do it alone. I've got a right. team of people willing to work with me. They're not asking me for anything except to do their, my half. If they're willing to do their half, I do my half, we can do this. And here's, I mean, I don't want to sound like I'm trying to take up all your time, but here's a great example. The other night, a guy calls me up. I haven't talked to this guy in five years. He was one of the, Dave, he was a man's man. Right. He came in with his wife, and you could just see his wife was, she was very upset. She's like, Carmen, my husband's very proud. He can't do this. Well, anyway, five years later, he finishes his plan of reorganization. He comes into me. He goes, I just want to shake your hand. He goes, Mm. I'm not a man of many words, but I believed in you. I believed Mm. in you so much that I did something that I was totally against, and that's bankruptcy. And he goes, right. five years later, I am on top of the world. But he goes, it wasn't easy, and I had to put so many things in my past aside. But when I did, it's like the sun beamed in on me, and I could see so much further. I could feel so much more. And he, he, the best part, David, he goes, my relationship with my friends and my family and my wife are so much better. Sure. Now, and, and I was... You, but that's not what I do. You you get that, don't you? Yes, I absolutely. With finances, <laughs> but that's not true, and you know it. It's changing. Yeah. Yeah, I'm telling you, I'm sitting here with goosebumps as I tell you the story because it had such a profound impact on me. And this is, I mean, a man's man. This is a guy who crosses his arms at the table. Well, you know, we uh, we have some financial problems, and right. he couldn't bring himself to the point where I can't do this alone. But when he did, when he opened up to the opportunity. And he saw it, and he embraced it, and he comes back to me and says that. I mean, I never thought I'd see this guy again in my life. Right. And it was, I mean, it, it totally blows you away because it's not just the normal six-pack Joe guy. It's not mm-hmm. that guy. It's financial planners. It's doctors. It's lawyers. Financial problems don't pick and choose between, you know, the guy who works at Seven Eleven and the doctor or the lawyer. They don't. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But when that person comes to me, it's very difficult to open up and say, all right, I can't do this alone. But I'm looking at it from a different perspective because I'm excited. This is a new chess game for me. I want to win. Well, Carmen, 
You know what? We just have a few seconds, but one of the things I love that you said is that if people can look at this as a fresh start, which is what you said, if you can look at it as a fresh financial start, it can make all the difference in the world. It's switching the world words around into that positive perspective. Ladies and gentlemen, DelutriLawGroup.com. If you want to talk to Carmen yourself or if you want to find out more, go to DelutriLawGroup.com. We're going to bring in you more and more information. Next, we'll be talking about in the future, anyway, we'll be talking about how do you start to turn around financially? What do you do to recover? Carmen, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you so much, David. You take care. All right, you too. How do you turn it around? We'll be finding that out in the future. Future so stay in there. Stay with us. Uh, up, up next, become unstoppable with Lee Witt. Stay there.